You're listening to Gifted with Villa White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Listen, I want you to grab a pen, call a friend, get ready to be inspired. We have a serious, serious professional with us today. This gentleman is a heavyweight. I mean, a heavyweight like a Mike Tyson in the industry. Okay, he is a corporate giant, a very high uh, profile guest that we have today. I'm so excited. It's hard to stay in my seat. I am feel like Michael Jackson because this is going to be hot. It's going to be red, hot, and smoking. Uh, he is just friends with so many people uh, in, that's respected in this community and on the planet, and on the planet. And he's connected with some people outside of this planet in heaven, too. So it's so much that we have today. I am so excited. Not only is he a speaker, but he's an author. He is a business coach and an award-winning podcaster, providing great influences to the world. Uh, he inspires people to give them a high performance and to build healthy habits. We all need healthy habits on today. He is a leader. He helps people with their destiny. His book is entitled, You Are Born to Fly, and he has been flying all over the country. He is a spiritual uh, individual. He's a father. He's a husband, and he is the leader of Shield of Faith Entrepreneurship. I am just so excited to be with Mr. Daniel Gomez on today. Let's just give it up for Daniel Gomez in the audience. Woohoo! And in the studios. <laughs> Welcome, Woo, Daniel. Sheila, thank you for having me, man. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited. I'm pumped. I took an extra dose of the Holy Spirit oh, just to right. be here because I don't know we're going to add value, but you know, we're, we're going to be spirit entrepreneurs. We're going to add value in business and life. Yes. And I'm all yours for the next hour. So take it away, Sheila. You know what? I'm so excited, Daniel. There is a backstory that you have, in, and that's what I I want the audience to know, how did you get started on this awesome journey? Because um, other than Jesus was born into the world like he was, I know you might have had a little rough patch, okay, when you first got started. <laughs> and so tell us a little bit about your backstory and, and how you came to this awesome journey of doing what you're doing today. Well, you know, so many things in life, we, we do things with ourselves, by ourselves, and we try to leave God out. And for many years, I was saved when I was 26 years old, but mm. success came to me. And I'll tell you what, you don't realize how far you get away from God over the years sometimes. Wow. And the check engine light had been on in my life for many, many years. I had a little bump in the road and, you know, we had the money to pay out of it. Mm. And nothing bad, but, you know, then you have that fender bender and it's another couple mm -hmm. of thousand. But you keep going. Yeah. And next thing you know, God says, man, I'm knocking on your door. Mm. Are you going to open it? And when you don't open it, he has a way of getting your attention. And my wow. wife was diagnosed with breast cancer four years ago. Wow. And that totally changed my life, Sheila. Totally mm. changed my mm. life. Mm. And I realized that when my wife called me that afternoon, mm. and I couldn't understand what the heck she was saying, I said, just calm down. Mm. What's going on? Mm -hmm. All I heard was the word breast cancer come over that phone. And oh, that just... 
Mm. They put me in a position where the right, the monetary, the position, right? Yeah. I was I yeah. was a title guy. My title couldn't save me. The money mm. we had in the bank couldn't save me. The fact that our house was paid in full couldn't save me. Mm. And God was the only one that could help us. And that's where my journey just was born. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know, at that moment I was I didn't even know what I was going to do. To be honest with you, I'd be yeah. lying to you yeah. if I told you I hadn't figured out, but. That's where the big shift came in my life, Sheila. Yeah. So so what does it mean, Daniel? It sounds like you surrendered. What does it mean to surrender um, your life, to surrender what you know? You don't know where to go, what to do, which way to reach out to. What does it mean to surrender? Well, it's... it's, it's <laughs> Is it it's scary? Is it just, it's a lot of tears. It's a yeah, lot of tears. Yeah. I'm, a, I, I'm a corporate trainer, so I understand personalities. I'm okay. that... Since I ran multi-million dollar corporations, I, I was at high D under 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 stress, under okay. pressure. Wow. I got I, I got things done. Hmm. But the bad thing about that is you're so used to doing it by yourself. You're used to shifting and leading and telling people what to do because that's what a leader does, right? Yeah, you lead yeah. by example. Right, right. But, but the problem was I was leading my work family better than I was leading my home family. Wow. And and all my wife wanted was her husband at home, Sheila. And mm. and when I came to surrender, when 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 that moment came when my wife made the decision because she was diagnosed stage three breast cancer. Wow. And she made a decision. I said, mm. look, you can I'm not gonna make it because it's not yeah. my decision. Yeah. I'm your husband. Yeah. I'm gonna support you. Mm. If you do one breast, we mm-hmm. might be here 10 years again. Yeah. So she she made a decision to get a double mastectomy and then yeah. she got depressed on me. Yeah. And at that moment I had to make the decision. Was I gonna hire somebody to take care of her? Mm. Or was I gonna man up and be the man of God, the husband that I'm on down to be? And mm. I resigned, took care of her. Yeah. And I can tell you what, little did I know mm. by me resigning, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Cause when I looked in the wow. mirror, Sheila, yeah, when I looked yeah. in the mirror, I, I didn't realize how much pride and ego that man in the mirror had mm. and, and talking about Michael Jackson, right? Yeah. The man in the mirror. Man in the mirror. The man never lies. <laughs> wow. And, and surrendering. I'm still surrendering, but mm. I can tell you that, that from that point, it took me literally three years to really cry and break down. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I cry wow. because one of the hardest things for anybody to let go of is, is, is control. Mm. Wow. And, but the, wow. the beautiful thing is this is when you trust God, mm-hmm. that's the channel for peace in your life. Yeah. 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 It's so amazing, uh, Daniel, because just hearing that story, I I just remember when you all had the, the snowstorm there in Texas and I'm looking at it on tape and your wife is, they're making snow angels in the the snow and you're like, it's snowing. It's snowing. We didn't know it was going to get as bad as it did for at that time, but it seemed like a, a fun time and a fun moment. And just, Looking back and looking back at family and what God uh, has done in your life, I mean, your energy just introduces you before you speak. It's just so much light that you have that radiates from you. Is that kind of how Shield of Faith got started? Because all you, you had so much, you were just you know power packed and ready for action. Is that how Shield of Faith became about? Tell yeah, us about well, that. We, we, well, you know, <laughs> it's, it's you, you never know. We, we, we try to have everything figured out, and I said. And then when I finally surrendered, I said, God, I'm scared, but I'm going to mm. trust you. And the more I stepped into it, mm-hmm. the more the father met me. Okay. okay. And, and my logo, the DG right here, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, it just, it came from the show, the faith. That's, that's where that was born. But wow. as, as a speaking, cause I, as I started speaking internationally and speaking out over the country and really just speaking, that was my prominent business. Mm-hmm. Well, as, as, as I was going through this, people were asking me for advice and I'm like, mm. 
I'm just speaking. I'm like, I wasn't prepared for that. But mm-hmm. once I went to to go in and I got my certification at Don Maxwell, it, it opened my eyes to things wow. I was already doing. Yeah. We do so many, so many things, Sheila, as, yeah. as, as business people that we're not right. even aware of it. Mm. And, and when I was there sitting, I was like, I know all this stuff, right? Because I had a mm. hundred employees. Wow. I, 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 I mentored and I coached these people. Mm. And I was like, it, it makes sense. A little bit, I know that God had been preparing me wow. my whole life for this mm. moment. Wow. And, and and the business just came out of me. Mm. And so Shield of Faith Entrepreneurs is most businesses, they don't, most employees, this is the number one mistake that entrepreneurs make is that. Mm-hmm. They, they leave that nine to five, Sheila, but they okay. don't develop that business mindset. Wow. And that's why, that's why within the first year, 90% are, are closed. Uh-huh. And then within the next five years, the other 90% closed doors because they never developed that business mindset to really succeed in business. Mm. They still think like an employee. Wow. And, you know, that's really interesting because there's the employee mindset and then there's the leadership mindset. And what you've done is you've kind of bridged the gap to help people to understand the difference with that. But I know that you you talked about your faith. How important is it for people to engage in a something bigger than themselves to help get through the journey of the tests and the trials of the highs and the lows of entrepreneurship? How does that play a part, would you say, in an entrepreneurship's life? Well, it, it's everything because okay. the beautiful thing about this is when I go into an organization, right, by, mm-hmm. by law, I, I, you can't talk about that. I don't, I don't yeah. go in there quoting scripture. That's right. But, That's I, right. but I go in there with the success principles, right? Okay. It's all about okay. the principles. Okay. So so when I'm in there and I'm talking and they're like, man, there's something different about you. Mm. And that's that's my, as soon as they say that, boom, I'm in, right? <laughs> you ask me, so by law, I have the legal right to, to speak up. I said, well, you know, I got a friend that helps me out. They're like, who are you talking about? I go, yeah, the Holy Spirit accompanies me in every training. Yeah. Gives yeah. me discernment, gives me insight. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so when I go into these corporations and I do these corporate trainings on leadership, on team building, mm-hmm. on communication, you know, a, a lot of the, a lot of the content that I use is just, biblical from the book mm. of proverbs but i do i use that i do use a lot of mm-hmm. um just different leadership that i've learned along the way from trainings that i i've had but right i can tell you that most employees like they 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 they're, they think that they're, they're so used to being um order takers that okay. they don't know how to think for themselves wow and and it all starts with self-leadership when you lead mm. yourself mm. then you can lead other people and most people let's, let's face it Mm. Most people don't know how to think for themselves because they've been told what to do. Think about it right now. Mm. Our country's coming out of an amazing shift here in 2020. And they're being told what to do. They're being told to wear a mask. They're being told to stay home. And they're okay with it. You know why they're okay with it? Wow. Because they're used to 95% of the time being told what to do at work. Wow. They don't don't know how to think for themselves. Mm. There's a huge difference between training Mm -hmm. And coaching, right? When you train somebody, you always tell them they're used to that. Okay. But it's amazing when I coach my clients in business and mm-hmm. executive coaching. Okay. A lot of them still have those deep, ingrained, engraved thoughts in their heart and mind. Wow. That that they still think like an employee and they think in a scarcity mindset. Wow. You have this giraffe vision. You could see over and above above and through things. Um, and a lot of people, even entrepreneurs, are like they have that turtle vision. They're just kind of cropping along, like you said, follow the leader, follow the leader going through the grass. And I love the fact that as you work with other business thought leaders around the world, your giraffe-like vision is able to see beyond and see over and see through, which is a key to being able to help bring important information to people that can help take their businesses off of life support. 
You know, I mean, you mentioned about faith, which is important, but the way you coach them, the spirit that you bring to it is just phenomenal, phenomenal. And that's why people love you. Just hearing you and hearing your spirit just shines through, it bursts through like the sunshine through a window. <laughs> you know? Well, thank you. Thank you. And, and you know, I, I want to say that because this, this is what happens, Sheila, is, is we get the dream, right? Boom, we got yeah, the dream. Yeah. And then, and, then, and then we get into the struggle. <laughs> <laughs> and we never experienced a victory. Wow. 98% of businesses never experience a victory. Mm-hmm. And let me explain why. Because as, as they have the dream, they have the dream, they get the fire, mm. and then they get in the struggle, and then they get in the struggle. Wow. And then that's where the 90% give up the first year. Mm. And then that, that that next little percentage keeps going. And then within the five years, they never experience struggle. But this is where this is where they make the biggest mistake is that. Mm. With that employee mindset that's deep embedded in them, mm-hmm. they never get out of their business. Yeah. They're stuck in the forest. Okay. So they never look from the from, from the bird's eye view, wow. from that giraffe look like you're yeah. saying and say, yeah. look, I'm worth just to say $100 an hour. Why am I doing this job when I can mm-hmm. hire mm-hmm. somebody to do it for $10, $15 an hour, yeah. $20 an hour? Mm-hmm. And then they're not used to thinking that way. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't have that. That, that frame of mind to really think that. So they never yeah. experienced a victory of really just saying, you know, if I want to leave work today, I can leave work. Mm. And I'll tell you that it mm. doesn't happen overnight. Myself, where I'm at now, okay, we've been blessed for, for being four years in business, very wow. profitable, very wow. doing very well. My son just came home the other day because it was spring break. And he's like, hey, dad, um, I'm here. And it's like the old Daniel. And I'll be honest, the old Daniel would have been stuck working and been like, <laughs> I'm just focused and direct, yeah. right? I'm yeah, just driven. yeah. yeah. And I and he I would have hurt his feelings. He wouldn't have said nothing because he would have just like, oh well, I guess that's just that's just the way that works. But mm-hmm. so you know what? Mm-hmm. Forget work. Mm-hmm. You know, this I looked at my calendar, I said, mm-hmm. okay, we just gotta do this, I can do this, and mm-hmm. let's go. So I took yeah. the rest of the day off. Mm-hmm. Best time we had. Wow, wow. But that's wow. that's the difference between being stuck in your business and being stuck on your business. Mm-hmm. When when you outsource and you have employees that you can trust and you lead from a place of trusty. Mm-hmm. Most leaders micromanage because they have their insecurities. Wow. And, and the main thing is this, if you remember the quote that I started with, right? Yeah. Yeah. Trust. Trust mm-hmm. is the channel to peace. Mm-hmm. And most leaders don't trust. So they never experience the peace to let Sheila do what wow. he's great at. Wow. To let Daniel do what he's great right, at. Right. Right. So we never experience that peace in our own business. Wow. You said trust is the pathway to peace. And it just makes me think about how, um, you know, God just created us and we're uniquely and fearfully and wonderfully made and the gifts that he's put inside of each and every one of us. And sometimes people may have a stuttering problem or some type of other maybe disadvantage, disadvantage it seems, but actually that's their secret sauce. That's their secret sauce. And it's really, really important because we are made in the image of God. And I, and as I think about you and hear your story and your life and what you're saying, it's like you're made in his image. So if you think about a product like Canon camera or something like that, it has the image of that manufacturer on it. And you have that image of, the, of Christ on you. It's stamped on you. You see it. It radiates. I mean, it's like... Just like it's like fire, you know, it's like a, a halo <laughs> around you or something like that. And and it's like you're just you feed people, you feed people, even like you may not even want to. But just what you say and how you say it, the spirit just flows through you in such a magnificent way. And like I said, you have his image on you so you can't fail because he created you and nothing he created is going to fail. 
everything he did, yes. he it's, it's, it's created for success. And so that's what I love about how you work with people, how you help people. Um, you're, you're up there flying. I mean, the book titled what it is, it makes sense. <laughs> you know, we want to talk yeah. about that because you were born, to, yeah, fly, you were born to fly. You were up there. I mean, the angels are definitely <laughs> hoovering around you, Daniel, because you are up there hearing something that a lot of people aren't hearing and it's just because you're open. So, so let's talk about that being born to fly. What does that mean? And why did you decide to write that book? I can remember as a child, we were, we didn't have a lot of means. We didn't have, and I think we've all been there, but Mm -hmm. most people, they, they, they use that as a crutch and they never learn how to dream bigger. Wow. And I I can remember just hearing conversations and we never flew anywhere. We always drove. (laughs) And I said, I, you know, we, you figured we had 10 Mexicans in the back of the truck (laughs) and we went to the river and that that was, that was our summer reality. And I remember my dad we used to go eat at this, this restaurant called Luby's here. Okay. And he got he got so mad at my mom because we went on the family. And my dad goes, "This restaurant is for rich people." Wow. And and and, and Luby's isn't it's nothing. <laughs> it's, it's a cafeteria. It's nice, but okay. it's not it's not your little yeah. It's yeah. a nice restaurant, but by all means, it's 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 nothing. But in my dad's perspective. Mm. I was like, wow. And, like, and he didn't get mad, but he just felt uncomfortable, right? He, he did it because oh, okay. of my mom, okay. but he okay. just was like, you know, you could tell it wasn't his cup of tea. <laughs> and I said, dad, hey, like, like, have you ever been on a plane? He's like, no. I wow. never got on a plane. Wow. And I remember being a kid and being like, how awesome would it be to fly? Wow. And I just remember that God said, son, mm. you were born to fly. Mm-hmm. You were born for greatness. You were born for success. You see, wow. the very fact that we're the temple of the Holy Spirit, we embody excellence already. Why? Mm. Because the Spirit of Christ is in us, and that is excellence. Yeah. And, and, and you know what grips my heart even more is that most business owners, most entrepreneurs, you know what keeps them from flying? You know, mm. even though they were born wow. to fly, yeah, yeah. The weight, right? You mm-hmm. have this beautiful cargo jet that God's given you, but mm. the weight of shame, wow, guilt. And unforgiveness weighs you down. Mm. You can't even get off the, the, the runway because of this. Because deep down inside yourself, yeah. you think this is that you think you're unworthy mm. and that you're undeserving wow. Wow. of success. Mm. And worse than that, you're unworthy and deserving of the Father's blessings. You mm. you, you you think that. Think about this, mm. Sheila. Uh-huh. You have children, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Okay, so your kids move out and they mm. come back and visit mom. And mm-hmm. even if they move out, right? do they need permission to come and open up your refrigerator? Wow, that's interesting. No, they don't. Why? Because that's their birthright. Right, right. Right? So, right. so when they come home for Thanksgiving, when they come home for Christmas, when they come mm-hmm. home from years, mom, hey, I love you. Let me go get something to eat real quick or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. So why is it if we have that birthright as, mm. as children of God, mm. the refrigerator is open, the grapes of Canaan are there, yes. the fruit of the promised land is there, but we feel unworthy and deserving to open up that refrigerator and take those blessings that are rightfully ours. Wow, wow. Because we, we, we were instructed to be fruitful and multiply, wow. and most, most of us never walk in that. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit of unforgiveness, and how does the people get the permission to succeed? How do they go about that? Getting the permission to succeed and just believing in the purpose and passion for which they were created. How do we get them there? How do we give them some tools? In your in your coaching, I know there's so many steps and so many different things that you're able to help people to make that leap. 
you know, how do you help a person to go from not thinking that they deserve better when they were born in a poor condition, you know, in a third world country and they're expected to have more, but they don't know how to make that leap. What do you tell them? Give them permission. You know, the main thing is this is just to to really I think it, the breakthrough comes when when you really forgive yourself. Most people, okay. it's not that they don't forgive others. Yeah. It's when when you for, when you can't forgive yourself, okay, that weight of condemnation, that weight mm. of shame and guilt. Mm. And 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 once you forgive yourself, it's just like an 80-pound bag of potatoes comes off of you. Wow. And and just imagine if me and you were on a bicycle going yeah. to the grocery store with yeah. eighty pound bag of potatoes. We couldn't yeah. go nowhere. Wow! Wow! So that's the first level, right? Okay. And then really just just showing them. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 this is what I tell them. It depends on the setting. Every coaching is a little bit different, but for, but this is how I approach people. Look, mm. you have a you have you have a daughter, right? You have yeah. a son, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you want the best for them, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, don't you think that you? Being a child of God, don't mm. you think God wants the best for you? Wow. wow. And, and they're like, yeah. And mm. then they, they, at that point, it, the Holy Spirit just takes over and they start crying because they start to see that, right? And then mm. and then part of it is reframing their thinking and and, and showing them right through the, 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 the word. In my book, I talk about speak life. Chapter two is speak life over yourself. Most people, wow. they, they, they speak death over themselves. Mm. Cause you know why wow. they've never, they've never been affirmed as children. They've never wow. been affirmed. They've been saying, you know, I just had a client that I was talking to today. Her mom told her, like, think about this mm. 28 years old, beautiful young woman. Yeah. And she feels unworthy. And she says, my mom told me that I was a mistake. Ooh. Now that, that's deep. And she, and she told me this. Mm. She goes, well, I've been to a therapist. And I said, hey, I respect therapists. I, I, I dig it, right? I yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. And I told her, I had a client, true story. I had a client that was going to SMU college mm. and going to going to therapy, going to therapy, mm-hmm, stuck mm-hmm. in therapy for a year. All they were doing was medicating the symptom. Okay. They never go to the root of the problem. Wow, wow. And when I do my coaching, I, do, I go to the root of the problem of yeah. what's wrong with that person because- mm. In this instance, she felt like she was a mistake. So guess what? Since mm-hmm. she felt she was a mistake, she disconnected yeah. from her mom. Yeah. So her, her whole life, she's been having an identity crisis. Wow. Interesting. Right? Think yeah. about that. Yeah. So because yeah. my mom doesn't, my mom doesn't, my mom says I'm a mistake. Now she rejects me. Mm. And now she's looking for validation. And guess what? She's looking for validation at the wrong place because wow. she's going to just people that, to get mm. that quick fix and she doesn't know any better. Wow. And then as a young girl growing up from 18 to 28, the last 10 years, she's had an identity crisis and mm. many people out there have an identity crisis. And wow. I think it's, 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 it shows in our country, right? Cause we can't even figure yes. out. Can I go to the men's restaurant? Right. Go to the there you are. It's, You're right. It's sad, but it's true. It's true. Very true. It's very true. And it's so, it is so much going on and it's just the condition of the world. You can see the temperature rising from state to state to state of all of the different um, perplexities that's plaguing us. And and mainly because of sin, you know, showing up in different forms, like you said, even um, people just having low self-esteem, all of these different type of spirits, so to speak, that are just, la- people are laden with, you know, self-esteem, anxiety, depression. I mean, I know the pharmaceuticals are just really happy because they're passing out pills like candy, <laughs> like, you know, it's like Skittles, you know, you get a pill for everything. But the real antidote we know 
is is Christ. We know the real antidote is Christ. And and you spoke about you know speaking life uh, into people. How? What other ways are you using your gifts, Daniel, to impact the world? Because you are so filled up, and I know that there's times when you may have those moments. But the fact that you keep going back to the well, getting more from God. Um, how do you? And how does He speak to you to use your gifts? to impact the world because he keeps expanding you. <laughs> you know, you're yes, not the same. Yes. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're, you're a gallon sized person. And I know you got to pour into a lot of pint sized people, but, but, but how does he uh, speak to you and, and how does he um, work with you and just pushing you to get your gifts and die empty, so to speak? Beautiful thing about this is the well never runs dry. Wow. Say the that well again, never, Daniel. <laughs> the well never runs dry. And, and I'll tell you, I'm, I'm going to, I have your answer. Yeah. But the well never runs dry. Mm-hmm. Wow. And and since the well never runs dry, I had to learn that. Last year, 2020 didn't end the way I wanted it. Mm. But it was for my it was for my own reason. I almost broke my foot. Wow. In, uh, in the first week, in, came back from Asia, spoke internationally. It was amazing. I was like on cloud nine. I was flying. <laughs> I came back, freak accident. I've been running. I'm 47 years old. I've been jogging and running my whole life. Mm. Never have I fell down running. Never mm. like I almost broke my, my ankle. I broke my mm. foot. I almost broke my foot. Mm. I couldn't even walk home. I was mm. crying. Mm. I get hurt. I've been shot before, but this hurt more. Wow. Wow. But, but I'll tell you mm-hmm. in that two months, Maybe a little bit longer that I couldn't mm-hmm. walk. Imagine mm-hmm. 40, I, I'm going to say this because somebody needs to hear this because somebody, yes. you yes. know, you, you're you're full of ego, you're full of pride, mm-hmm. and 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 God. I, the first day that this happened, I I had a I didn't have crushes, I didn't have a scooter, I had to crawl to the toilet to urinate. Yeah, think about yeah. that. Yeah, I, I didn't want I didn't yeah. want to wake up my wife and she had wow. to take care of me and she was wow. freaking out, but. As the days and the weeks went on, I remember I woke up from prayer one day and I was just looking. He, I think he, t- he, he through that he tested me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's, how bad are you going to seek me? Are you going to use your, your 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 foot as an excuse? Mm. And even though it, it was, I was painful many mornings that I spent time with them. It, it hurt, but mm. I'll never forget. I looked up one day and he says, "You see that crutch?" Wow! Wow! He goes, "I want to be your crutch." Mm. Where I'm taking you to, Daniel, where I'm taking you to, mm-hmm. you cannot stand on your own two feet. And what's mm-hmm. happening to you right now physically, I'm preparing for you for, for the spiritual side of this. You can't mm-hmm. stand on your own two feet. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then he led me to John 15, where it says this. It says that apart from me, you can do nothing. Because I'll be mm-hmm. I'll be honest, right? Sometimes yeah. we win podcasts of the year. Yeah. We get a little bit of more recognition, yeah. a little bit more prominence. Yeah, you're a corporate giant. Hey! Yeah, you're a corporate giant. (laughs) But he says, never forget that it is I who gives us the power to to attain wealth. Mm. I am the vine and you are the branch. So never forget that. Wow. And he he says that in a loving way. And for the past year and a half, he's been telling me, literally a year and a half, humble yourself, humble yourself. Mm. But I'm like, why is he telling me that? But Mm. I'll, I'll tell you because when I went to Asia in October, I can see how somebody gets starstruck. Wow. We had security. Mm. They were escorting us. People wow. were asking for pictures and autographs, and and I think a little bit my ego flared up because it was it was I never experienced Experience that. that. Yeah, yeah. But he allowed me to taste it, and then that's when my foot almost broke. But he was letting me know that hey, that was me. That wasn't you. Wow, wow. And and it was amazing just to experience that. It was, but I understand now, right? Your your wisdom grows the experiences that you have, and and I'll say this that. 
for me going now, it's like, here's my crutch. Where mm-hmm. I'm at right now, at mm-hmm. this moment right now, the reason I have peace in my heart is because I'm not standing on my own two feet. Wow. I'm standing on his two feet. Wow. I'm standing on his shoulders. And I, and I know mm-hmm. that. Mm. And and that's what gives me the ability to pour into yeah. so many people because I just go back to the father and he just fills me up. And this is a mistake yeah. that we make so many times yeah. in business is that is that you know as believers we cry out to God, 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 do this, and it's great. Mm-hmm. But we never once sit in silence to receive, right? We cry out, but then we don't receive it. Wow. And and we we don't understand that a big part of prayer is just being quiet. Mm. And receiving it because we're so used to being busy, being busy, doing nothing. Yeah. That we don't even know how to receive from the Father. Wow. I, I remember, Daniel, on the phone, um, and once we got through with the entrepreneurship training, it was on a Thursday night, and I t- texted you and said, could you just say a prayer with me? You left a prayer that is still on my phone to this day. It was such a humbling. It was such a tearful prayer. I just, gratitude flooded my heart with that prayer. I mean, you spoke as if you knew exactly what was going on with me at that time. And so um, I just want you to speak some life. We're almost out of time, but I want you to speak life into someone out there that may have a business. They may be going through something. You've had some difficulties in your life. You surrendered your life. Uh, We talked about forgiveness. I just want you to take a little time to pray for someone out there that they don't know which way is up because they've been held down for so long. And so could we just take a few moments to just pray for those individuals out there that need help, they want help, they don't know where to go, but you have the answer because you have been shown how to just fly. <laughs> and uh, for those that are looking and trying to just get their wings so they can be able to get out of the nest of the situations that they're in, could you just speak life to those individuals for a few moments in, in prayer? Yes, 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 yes. I'd be honored to. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just, we humble ourselves this this. Yes. We call upon your spirit, Lord. And Father, the word that comes to me right now through your spirit is just preparation. Mm. The very fact that you're listening to this podcast is God is preparing you for you. You're not being attacked. You got to understand that God is looking for someone who's going to stand up for him in this. And the very fact that you're in that valley is to prepare you for the coming blessings that are on your way. The thing is, you have to have the integrity. You have to have the strength, not the moral integrity. But God is preparing you right now for that integrity of the strength. You have the substance to withhold the blessings. Because if not, the blessings and business are going to crush you. You've been thinking about giving up. But God is saying, I am preparing you for more. I hear your prayers. Somebody in Kentucky right now, you know, you, you, you even thought about doing suicide and God is saying, no, I speak life over Kentucky right now. I speak life over every single soul listening to this right now. I bind that spirit of depression in Jesus' name. And I declare you have no authority over these young men and women, over these business owners in Jesus' name. And Father God, I thank you, Lord, that you're moving right now, Lord, spiritually over these people, Lord. I speak to the state of Carolina right now. North Carolina, in Jesus' name, I speak life over you. I speak victory over depression in Jesus' And I thank you, Father. God is saying, I see you. I hear you. 
I know you by name, Karen, David, Victoria, Mallory. I love you, he's saying. So just know that you're not an accident. Know that as you go on this journey of business, that God is going to give you the people. Stop trying to do it by yourself. Many of you are failing because you're trying, you're too embarrassed to ask for help. Ask for help. Ask for help. Help is not a sign of weakness, God is saying. So, Father, I release a spirit of humility over this audience with Sheila, Lord, and her amazing podcast. I release a spirit of humility and I release a spirit of promotion, Lord, in Jesus' name and increase. I declare you are of God's economy and not of the world's economy. And I release that truth. I declare you blessed and highly favored. That God is, I declare right now that God is whispering your name in potential clients' ears. That God is bringing you to the forefront, Sheila. God is saying right now, Sheila, I am bringing you to the forefront of kings and queens' minds. Your business is about to grow. Get ready. Because I'm going to bless you in ways you never imagined, Sheila. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, Daniel, you are such a gift. You are such a gift to the body of Christ. You are such a gift to this planet. And I know that God is going to open up so many more doors for you to be in front of platforms so that people can experience you live and experience you through different media outlets and forms because you are needed for such a time as this. It is so, so important. I just want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for just being with us on today on this podcast. Friends, we're just about out of time, but we want to thank you for listening. Thank Daniel for that awesome, awesome prayer. Um, if you did not hear this entire broadcast, you can visit our website for more updates, more information, and please leave a comment there. Uh, Daniel, how can people get a hold of you? Because we cannot leave here without people knowing how to <laughs> dial you up and get you on the main line instead of saying, Jesus, where is that man at? Yeah, how can well, people get a hold of you? I have a free gift. My book is on Amazon, right? My, my book is on Amazon. So get a copy of my book. You were born to fly. And okay. text the word confident with a T. C-O-N-F-I-D-E-N-T. Text the word confident to 26786. And I'm going to give them my free training, Seven Steps to Fly Daily. It's, it's, wow. my, it's my morning routine, totally free with some extra additional training that we're going to get. That's text the word confident to two six seven eight six and they'll get my free training i definitely want to add value and then also they can set up a 45 minute free discovery session if you're an entrepreneur you need help yes. it's my gift for me to you go to bit.ly forward slash meet daniel gomez that's meet daniel gomez and just use the bit.ly link meet daniel gomez and i'll definitely meet with them and then of course my brand is daniel gomez inspires if you put that in google bring up all my links on social media Pinterest, Facebook, and Instagram. And then on Clubhouse, just go at Daniel Gomez. I'm a big, I have a big rooms in Clubhouse. By the grace of God, he's giving me favor there mm. to, to just add value to the marketplace and wow. preach his word. So I'm, I'm loving it. So just, I'm, I'm humble. I, I, I believe in serving. So, you know, sometimes we don't understand why things happen, but I'm, I'm so grateful that, that, that God has humbled me in the way he has to be a servant. And, you know, like you said, Sheila, you asked me the question. Yeah. How have you surrendered? It hasn't been easy. Mm. And somebody listening to this has been struggling with surrendering. Yes. But I can promise you that once you truly surrender, you let go of control, mm. 
all the stress and all the anxiety goes away. And who better to trust than in the Father than in yourself? Wow. Thank you for having me. It's been been an honor. Thank you so much. Wow. Daniel, you are definitely uniquely designed and strategically gifted, like I said, for such a time as this. We just want to thank you uh, for being here. Thank you for the light that you shine. You brought the heat, brother. You brought the (laughs) heat so others can feel the heat, I'm telling you. So just want to thank you so much for that. Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next time on Gifted with Sheila White. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company.